0: Hello, I'm Eric Olson with Smart Pot, the original fabric growing container, and welcome back to the Growing Revolution Smart Podcast. And our guest this week is Genevieve Bessette with La Shop Agricole in Canada. Hopefully, I didn't uh, butcher that. Uh, they're one of our longstanding supporters up in Canada, and I wanted to get her on the podcast to talk about her background, the store, and how Smart products have helped their customers janviev welcome to the podcast
1: thank you very much eric yes it's a pleasure to be here yeah
0: thank you for your time <laughs> um so can you please introduce yourself maybe a little bit about your gardening background uh prior to uh Le shop agricole
1: i studied uh, biology i've uh, always been interested in uh like the whole um area, like the whole, like um, about growing, but like as a whole, I mean, uh, the soil, the um, important, like what is important to have like a complete system. And uh, we were seeing uh, back like 12 years ago, our, the urban area was growing and growing. uh, And the cities are growing and people like they have always less uh, place to grow. And we wanted my generation and the future generation and everyone like to learn back or learn how to grow and um, be surrounded by plants. And because all the new urban area Like it's difficult to grow over that. Like we were looking for the perfect container to grow. And I used to work with uh, organic growers, vegetable growers, um, greenhouse grower, uh, for helping them with their soil fertility. And I always been very interested in the soil fertility and um, how to build the soil, always been like a very, uh great uh way to always improve like uh your uh, growing system so it's pretty much like i i translate all what i've learned with the organic growers uh commercial grower to urban agriculture so everyone like they can grow and have like uh, a good result because those organic growers they don't have much money they don't have staff they are very reduced uh (laughs) like um they don't have much things so they are very very wise and uh very invent they are inventing a very good technique to help them to grow without without all the uh all the support that a commercial like regular grower would get yes so Nice. I'm very influenced by that.
0: (laughs) So so how many years has Le Shop uh, been around for? And can you explain what your services are?
1: Uh, We've been around for pretty like uh, since 2011, 2010 actually. But it was on a different name. But we... We change for La Chop Agricole because we, we change the, uh, the spirit, like all the vision, uh, what we wanted to do. Um, we like our mission is to grow anything everywhere, everything everywhere. So um, we have a garden center, we have a nursery, greenhouse, we do uh, landscaping but mostly eatable landscaping Uh, we are mostly in eatable plants so uh, we grow inside we design um, uh, indoor uh, growing system for school for a restaurant where we grow downstairs the the restaurant greens and, uh, and sprouting and we, sh- we teach them how to grow themselves. So we don't have to uh, import as many vegetable from California, which is super far away from Canada. So super, even more far away in our East area, so.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Reducing and your car- carbon footprint uh, and, and having uh, fresh produce as close as possible um, is good for everybody. Um, so we,
1: we grow over rooftop a lot. It's, uh, we design rooftop, like for, uh, um, medical center for, uh, like commercial, like, uh, publicity, like for everyone, like even on, um, rooftop of a restaurant, uh, rooftop of buildings, um, uh. uh residential buildings.
0: Yeah, I I think rooftop growing, you know, for like supermarkets and restaurants uh, is going to be uh, ever more increasingly popular as we go forward, because right now that space is just unused, really, when it could be productive for, I guess, either solar panels or for growing food. So that's awesome that you guys are focusing on the urban gardener and uh, helping helping them be more productive. Um, how, how did you come across SmartPot products and uh, how do they benefit your customers, in your opinion?
1: It was a long time ago, over 10 years now. We were in the United States uh, just visiting and we saw a nursery and there were all those big trees in, uh, in those fabric planters. <laughs> We were using at that time plastic containers and they were not very efficient uh, for many reasons. Uh, we couldn't grow like ev- everything that we wanted to do like like perennial, for example. They don't pasture winter super easily. It's, uh, we need to do something. So, and even trees and all that. Um, so uh, we, bought some smart pot and we tried them here in canada and uh to expand our company and get more like be more efficient we decide to ask to distribute the product here in uh, in canada we didn't want urban agriculture to be only in uh like in certain city, like big cities we wanted urban agriculture to be uh, available for everyone. Like we wanted to uh, transfer all the technique and information. And we sometimes you go through internet and you see nice picture of Chicago or nice picture of urban agriculture in different city. But we wanted Montreal to be a uh, pioneer and be like in the front line. And show rest of the world what we're able to do.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And smart they were. It changed our old like vision because it's like I I frequently compare smart pot to for a pen paint, uh, a painter, an artist it needs Canva, and it needs it needs uh, something to. Um, you need something to paint on and the smart bot was uh, the the canva and you can decide to grow like like anything the color the texture and it was just like you now you can use your creativity
0: nice nice you know if you actually scroll back on our oh um instagram feed somebody and i think they might have actually been in canada uh did some chalk art using a smart pot actually as a canvas and it was really cool Uh, i think we posted it maybe like a year ago or so um so yeah uh, a smart pot is the canvas uh to help you grow your best plants and kind of going along that um you had told me before our interview that you actually helped to uh, create some of our current uh, products how did that come about and, and which products are those that you that you helped out on
1: uh, the first one was the big uh, the big round bed the the big back bed uh, we wanted to grow um, like different vegetables that are that doesn't need a very uh, deep uh, deep containers. We only needed like 12 inches was enough for us and and we we wanted to have large uh, a large area like a large uh, surface of growing and not much because we were we were designing uh, rooftop gardens with um, of course tomato, of uh, eggplant, peppers but we wanted also to introduce uh, beans, uh, radish, uh, lettuce, um, onion, and garlic. So we wanted like more surface. And we also wanted to provide uh, for the more, more like um, someone that only have like a little uh, balcony uh, that doesn't... Doesn't have much space, like uh, the opportunity to grow a whole like four by four like raised uh, raised raise bed, and they were super heavy. They were made of uh, woods most of the time, and the balcony cannot like um, cannot like handle that much weight, and it's also. Uh, it's also hard for someone, like, getting on the metro or a bus to, like, buy that big thing and go, like, with it. (laughs) Like, we wanted something that is super light. And a lot of, um, a lot of women, they were telling us, like, my, my husband will never build anything for me. Or, like, it would, if I ask him, like, it won't happen like it would, or it's gonna take like 10 years before it's gonna build something <laughs> and we wanted something super easy just on unfil- like unfold, uh fill it with dirt and ready to plant we wanted to uh avoid as many problem technical problem as possible and that was like oh my, it was the key
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely so
1: people in 10, 12 years ago, gardening wasn't very popular. Like, it wasn't like the trend that we have right now. And it wasn't, we had to to persuade uh, per the people that it was a fun activity. Because most of the people, they were saying, I don't have time to to just take care of something else. For them, it was like taking care of something else. Not like, it was not like something pleasant or, like it was not in a happy place to do something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, gardening can be work. So we always, you know, recommend that if you're new to gardening, start small. You know, start with a few plants. You know, don't get overwhelmed uh, by your garden out out the gate. Because yeah, growing, you know, it, it's sun and water and Mother Nature and air. But yeah, you you have to do a little bit of work here and there. Um,
1: if you avoid, if you avoid all the problem of root circling, of overwatering, if you avoid the uh, root rot, like all those problem that, that the beginner doesn't know much how to resolve those problems, like it would be way more easier and you can convince someone just with one just one pot we were given giving them away sometimes like we were buying those big box of smart pot and we were just giving them away because we knew that one when, when they will try it they will want to buy more and increase and talk about it uh to their friend and it's exactly what happened like it got super big and now here in our area everyone knows our what the fabric bag is and it's a smart pot even if it's competition or another product they're saying it's a smart pot. i know that you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah it's like kleenex uh every tissue that you blow your nose with is a kleenex and every fabric pot is a smart pot uh for better or for worse uh we're 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 happy to be the first because uh if you're not first, you're last. I heard that somewhere. Um, what uh, what would you say your typical customer is like at uh, La Um,
1: We have a lot of, um, of families. A lot of families. People uh, between 25 to even elders. Like, it's... Because we're a garden center, so like everyone's coming, but we have more. The people that comes that that come at our shop, uh, they're coming because they want a technical service. They want a technical service. They don't want someone that just scratched a little the surface. They they want to know and they know they want to know how Uh and they we have a very very good customer service we take time we have fun we put music i always wanted to have like a skateboard vibe like a skateboard shop vibe in our store skate shops
0: were always fun back in the day
1: sometimes like there's rap music in the store and then, like even if it's like grandpas and grandmas coming in like it's rap today okay so <laughs> you you need to listen to that because <laughs> it's our vibe <laughs> no but i mean i would like a fun and um and down on earth and we don't want people to feel guilty about uh what they they're doing and we're not i always say if if you know that like your customer have said something like uh that you know it's wrong to do don't make a face or don't make him feel guilty about what he's done like don't make oh, yeah, oh, you shouldn't do that or uh, make him know it's like it's okay and be like very like take it as an experience and be very positive. We always want people to feel good about themselves and feel like it's no big deal. After all, it's just plants, you know, like it's not, we're not, don't make it like, I don't want, I want people to have like the best experience. So we are very careful about the product that we carry. We don't buy uh, cheap, China made uh, China-made, uh things that break all the time. I'm always trying to keep all the OG product, the, the product that I know they're made in US or they're made in Europe, or they are very good, at, it won't break. So people, they sometimes they pay a little more, but they have the best experience. And I think it's more valuable. It's in their value, we always, defend SmartBot, for an example, because we know that it's made in the U.S. by people that have good, uh, like a good uh, salary, they they work in a good, safe place. It's not, it's not slave, like uh, slavery, almost slavery, like another country or bad, uh, dangerous uh, workplace or anything like that. We want it's I know it's more expensive but we need to pay like what it's uh what's our what's it's important for us and and we want something that doesn't break uh after just one use we want we're using those on rooftop we don't want it to break yeah we want it to be
0: last for years very
1: long lasting oh yeah because when um when a a a big building owner owner give us the um, like uh they they trust us they give us they give us the trust that we can do it it's very important that that uh we don't we don't with that
0: trust (laughs) yep yep yeah exactly so um you know you had kind of mentioned uh you know the the, the fun, you know, um, kind of easygoing vibe at the store, and, and that goes, you know, with the employees as well. How, how, do you, how have you found your employees over the years, and what would you say, like, separates a good employee from a great employee?
1: I like my employee that walk fast. I don't want, like, slow walking, that's <laughs> no-no. Uh, I want people, I love the waitresses, like, I know, you know, those are so nice, like, because they know everyone, they talk to everyone, they, they're, they are happy to learn about stuff, and they, they, they're positive, and they're, they're, they're uh, used to work fast, you know, and not, but even if they're working fast, they're talking, they're like, ah, ha, ha, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like that, you know? And uh, and being sometimes, uh, sometimes we're a little, uh, we're making sex jokes or just like, like stupid things that we're saying and we're just making, we're just having fun and the the customer are just laughing and it's just like a show i like that like i i like the, um and i like when the people are are they're very yeah customer friendly and and but technical i like um everyone has their um like I have someone that really knows about the nursery and other people that know more about fertilization and we're happy to to uh introduce the good uh the good help like for example, if I don't know much about perennials, I won't be the person that tried to explain all that. I'm just gonna introduce my coworker that knows that knows more and she knows best, like she's going to help you out and be able to, um, uh, yeah, give probes to the good people and be very teamwork, like, but be efficient Yeah. because we, at the end of the day, we want to have fun, but we play hard, like we work hard. Yeah. Right. Work
0: hard and play hard uh, makes for a good work environment. And I always tell um, you know people that when you're in retail and brick and mortar retail, it's really all about the experience for the customer because products you can get, you know online, you could get in a big box store, but people go to that specialty garden store for the people the knowledge and the experience um so that's awesome to hear that that's what you guys are focusing on because i think that's the winning formula um
1: we have a lot of books behind the shelf mm -hmm. a lot of technical books and we always when we give information we say to the people take a picture of that that I showed you so you can keep the information on your phone it's not a piece of paper that you're gonna lose or anything um and I have a lot of agriculture books and agriculture uh technical uh, website it's all in our favorite and on the ipad we have an ipad we have actually two ipad on the counter on the counter and there's always like for uh um pest management for uh, weeds for for everything so we don't talk about uh information like your grandma gave you like 50 years ago it is just like uh, you use vinegar and i don't know what but like things that we know that doesn't work very well like we always try to provide the best information. And we're very into, um, and the people, they really like that about us. Like we get, we do soil testing, complete soil testing, because we are saying like, if we don't know what's in the soil, like we cannot say anything. Like we, and it's not on a picture that I have all the information. Like I have no idea what's the environment. So. Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Nice. So, kind of going along the lines of you know, knowledge is power. um, I noticed on your website that you guys uh, do classes. Uh, What what classes are you teaching?
1: I do about uh, starting your seedling, uh, how to do your pest management, how to introduce beneficial insect. about fertilization uh, organic fertilization and uh, soil fertility Uh, we do about container growing Uh, we do about uh, irrigation system irrigation system is pretty big in our company Uh, water is the key and yeah we teach that and also about uh, just technique. We also have like a class about uh, technique, the technique that helps you um, increasing your yield and quality, like using shadow black tarps for uh, killing the weeds or composting in your garden, the green manures or cover crop that you've done uh using green manures and cover crops using um uh, uh floating uh float floating cover tarp uh, you have that you have that right mm-hmm. the the white yeah it's a blanket <laughs> for plants. yeah yeah we do that so we teach them all. Pretty much the uh, organic growing tips that we're giving to, but for um, a mature uh, garden. Yeah,
0: nice, nice. Um, so Canada has pretty long and hard winters. Would you say that your business is very seasonal or are you still busy in the winter wintertime?
1: Uh, we're still busy, but for different reasons. Uh, we're still do like we plan on uh sh- like shut the store uh October 31 and we're going to reopen January 15 um because we're doing manufacturing uh we are distributing our product through the East Canada so and we're we need to prepare ourselves for um, March, well, February, where it's going crazy. So we need to manufacture and sell and ship and yeah.
0: Nice, nice.
1: And prepare for the next season. But uh, yes, winter is pretty hardcore here. Uh, it's less and less with climate change but because uh, right now it's twenty degree and it should be like around five degrees, so it's really rare that right now it's so hot but um but um we were selling uh geodesic dome like a kind of a greenhouse uh we are trying to have um Yield even like 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 in December, we're still harvesting uh, and it's good. But after after Christmas, I would say like we're it's totally stopped. Uh, We do indoor growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, because exactly we are we're even, you know, we sell um, tents. For cannabis, but for growing vegetable to our customer. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're growing everything in those. Yeah,
0: like. Well, when when well, you're Alex. addicted, when you're addicted to growing, you know, you don't want to be limited by the season. So yeah, whether you're like a pepperhead or a tomato junkie, you know, we have lots of smart pot customers uh, doing it year-round indoors with traditional crops. Um, you had kind of mentioned uh, cannabis. Um, how would you say the current, like, cannabis state is in Canada? And, you know, what would you change, if anything, about it?
1: Um, in, in Quebec, which is kind of, it's our state. Uh, it's legal to grow four plants like the rest of Canada. Um, right now, there's uh, it's gonna be it's in court right now because the uh, prime minister is really against cannabis, so he's really hard on on all the legislation, and it's been. Reconduct for four years again, like so. I I <laughs> don't know be...
0: much about you know your prime minister, but just from what I know of him, I would have thought he would be more liberal towards cannabis.
1: Oh, Justin Trudeau, yeah, but it's the the Canada, but or prime minister of Quebec. Oh, okay. Or state, yes, he, he he doesn't want like the four the four plants uh, at home there's a right now there's a lot of license for uh medical growing and it goes to 260 plants per uh license but there's a lot of um uh, i would say a criminal group that also have those license and there's also all the um the regular commercial growers so um it doesn't, right now it doesn't go well, but there's there's no money to make, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Canada uh, commercial cannabis just massively overproduced and overbuilt uh, way beyond what the demand uh, was for the product. So it sounds like a lot of the large corporations are you know, shutting down their operations and, you know, really scaling back to where really it should be. I mean, the, the market, the free marketplace, you know, dictates all uh, as it should. So, you know, hopefully things, you know, kind of level out in, in Canada and, you know, people are able to, to be profitable and, and make money and customers are able to get uh, what they want at a fair price. So, uh Time will tell. We're not
1: able, we're not able right now to do any advert, like publicity, marketing on cannabis. It's illegal. Uh, We cannot promote any product with cannabis. Um, All the um, recreational sellers, they're owned by the government. So there's no uh, private, uh, like, recreational seller
0: so all the dispensaries are owned by the government yes really i didn't know that yes
1: so they decide everything so
0: well we all know that government knows best and they're really good at running businesses so hopefully uh they'll figure it out sooner than later but uh now that you told me that it's government run i don't have much hope for (laughs) you guys Grow your own, you know. That's the best way to go, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, I had one last question. Um, you know, did do you have any, I guess, funny stories from customers that you have, or you know, is there like a long-standing customer that just kind of jumps out in your mind? And uh, anything to kind of end this on a funny, uh, light note?
1: Um. I think uh, we don't have like, I think we don't have like a very I don't have like a very, very funny, like story. But um, I know that people they they they're now they're doing a lot of things with the smart pot, like they're growing um, more and more um, like different like uh, I would say tropical plants, like uh, fig and citrus. uh, And now they're commercial uh, greenhouses, uh, like a facility that grows citrus and fig and uh, Like now it's, it's, and it's kind of crazy for us that they're doing that. And we're pretty happy that in our winter land <laughs> that it's uh it's now on and uh, really really uh, happy about that but um maybe that oh yeah a few years ago we we um we did a orchard in two 200 gallon smart pot we had pear tree we had uh we had apple tree um plum trees and it was like we had a many of them and they were right beside the they were first in the botanical garden and then they switched to the olympic um stadium They, they were all around the olympic stadium and then they had those party on and they were people they were sleeping on those containers and they were uh using them for other things, just, like, just the orchard. And we used to, yeah, we used to um, um, do all the boots for the jazz festival with also a uh, smart pot uh, orchard. We had like all those trees again, and we were at night, installing all that around the jazz festival uh, and people they were drinking and puking and just botched their cigarette and those and it was like uh, it was like so bad because it was just like a like a party
0: oh gosh
1: yeah yeah and uh we couldn't do anything about that like it was just like the way it is
0: yeah i'm I'm sure that must have been a fun cleanup job
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, people like they were just like, it was just like part of the, part of the, the whole, like they don't, they were, they they didn't care much. And we have a lot of uh, smart pot um, into those parks and by like, uh, non-beneficial. I'm gonna say not benefit uh, organisms
0: Yeah, NGO. They or
1: exactly. Non, non-profit they're organization. A, they're buying a lot of smart pot, and they are like they're closing street, and they do a landscape in the street with those. And there's a lot of people s- stealing the smart pot. So I'm always saying like use 30 gallon and above because if you don't want them to be stealing your pot like
0: yeah like i i a, would say they need
1: to be heavy
0: yeah pe- people who know you know how good a smart pot is to grow in uh unfortunately there are opportunistic uh folks out there i have heard that story before unfortunately so yeah i would agree if you'd if you're a business and you don't want your smart pot stolen out in front of it, go with like a big bag bed, which are, is now our round raised bed or our uh, linear uh, raised bed planter, the long version. So, uh, awesome. Hey, uh, jean <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time today, but this has been really fun to get to know you and your background and uh, learn more about you know, how we're being used up in Canada. So on that note, uh, thank you so much for your time joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Have a great day.
1: You too. It was a pleasure.